कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे आफ्टर सच कीर्तन एज वीव जस्ट हैड इट्स ऑलमोस्ट टू द पॉइंट वर आई वुड से वट एल्स इज देयर टू से दैट्स वट दैट्स वट कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस इज अबाउट the association of devotees singing krishna's glories enjoying the mood that the mantra brings one into after that what else can you say it's it's everything that you would want from the scriptures that's how we're supposed to be and sometimes it's nice to imagine that the world is operating the way it's supposed to and you pretend that everyone is doing what they're supposed to do going according to the uh scriptural guidelines the varnash varnarashram and you like to imagine that the world is happening exactly the way it's supposed to and it's so simple but before i get into that i'd like to say we're reading from the shrimad bhagavatam first canto 8th chapter 14th text and it is about the powerful prayers of mother kunti very powerful prayers but before we read the text and discuss it and elaborate on it we always like to sing jayarada madhava jayarada madhava kunja bihari Jayaradamadhava Kunjabihari Jayagopijanavallava Kirivaradari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Kirivaradari Yashuranandana Vrajacharanjanan Yashuranandana Vrajacharanjanan Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya 
Isn't the Lord most beautiful, most magnificent, absolutely adorable? Absolutely. You know, if you just walked around the temple room, you could just give a, you can just speak on anything that's relating to the Lord, and it's all nectarian, totally nectarian. So whenever I'm here and I put together maybe part of a lecture the night before, I rarely ever give that lecture because I like to be guided by guru, by the uh, Mahaguru, by the parampara, 
but most of all by their lordships. So I'd like to speak whatever is appropriate that will touch someone's heart today, even if it's just something that's said that makes you contemplate something else that's important. So getting to text 14. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Antashta Savabhutanam Atma Yogasvara Hari Swamaya Yavratkambaha Varitya Kuru Tantave Antasta Savabhutanam Atma Yogasvaro Hari Swamaya Yavranod Gabam Viratya Kuru Tantave Antasta Savabhutanam Atma Yogasvara Hari Swamaya Yavnad Gabaham Viryatya Kuru Tantave So, this is leading up to the foundation and the importance of the prayers by Queen Kunti. Antasta, being within. Sarva, all. Bhutanam, of the living beings. Atma, soul. Yoga Ishwara, the Lord of all mysticism. Hari, the Supreme Lord, Swamayaya, by the personal energy, energy. Avranat, covered, Garbam, embryo, Veratya, of Uttara, Kurutantave, for the progeny of Maharaj, Kuru. The translation here is the Lord of Supreme Mysticism. Sri Krishna resides within everyone's heart as the Paramatma. As such, just to protect the progeny of the Kuru dynasty. He covered the embryo of Uttara by his personal energy. Again, the Lord of Supreme Mysticism, Sri Krishna, resides within everyone's heart as Paramatma. As such, just to protect the progeny of the Kuru dynasty. He covered the embryo of Uttara by his personal energy. 
Airport. The Lord of Supreme Mysticism can simultaneously reside within everyone's heart or even within the atoms by his Paramatma feature, his plenary portion. Therefore, from within the body of Uttara, he covered the embryo to save Maharaj Parikshit and protect the progeny of Maharaj Kuru, of whom King Pandu was also a descendant. Both the sons of Dhritarashtra and those of Pandu belonged to the same dynasty of Maharaj Kuru. Therefore, both of them were generally known as Kurus. But when there were differences between the two families, the sons of Dhritarashtra were known as Kurus, whereas the sons of Pandu were known as Pandavas. Since the sons and grandsons of Dhritarashtra were all killed in the battle of Kurusetra, the last son of the dynasty is designated as the son of the Kurus. Om Gnana Timarandasya Gnanjananchalakaya Chakshun Militam Nina Tashmai Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Nina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadandikam Vancha Kalpaturubias Chakripa Sandubia Eva Cha Patitanam Pabanibio Vaishnavibia Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadara Hashivasa Dishigora Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Now I will ask you to kindly bear with me as I go back over what's been read and I notice that in my understanding of the scriptures, very important points are brought out and sometimes they are repeated over and over again. Now all of this so far is leading up to the point where Asvatama is trying to rid the world of the Pandavas. He doesn't want any of them alive, even though he's been forgiven. 
the principles that I'm finding that are repeated over and over again are basic ones. And it seems like each time I read, they're pretty much leading up to the same principles. And then you think about what has transpired here. We think about protection. And what the scriptures, what chapter 8, Canto 1, and even prior to that, is bringing to our attention is how we treat each other, how we must protect a certain group of individuals that are very key to the very basic life of the universe. You think about this. One has been given, or a group has been given, the responsibility of protecting the children, the brahmanas, the cows, the women, the old men and the old women. We also understand, in addition to this regulation, that in order to maintain our Krishna consciousness, our God consciousness mood, we also have certain rules to chant, to not take intoxicants, to not gamble, no illicit sex. These are broad topics that go through most of the bona fide religions. There is always a commonality in all of the religions. And basically, it's to treat each other as we would want to be treated, as our mother, father, God treats us. And somewhere along the way, we get lost because we forget those principles. Because you think, here is Uttara. She's running to Krishna, and she's asking for protection. And in this world today, we'll find that the protection for the general group of individuals is not as constant as it was as it was before Kali Yug. And we're also discovering that because of a lack of following the principles, there is always something going on, always some disturbance. And in this case, there is a disturbance. And what does the future King Parikshit's mother do because she's carrying his embryo. Who does she run to? 
she is crying out to Krishna. She is crying out to Krishna because at some point in our lives, no matter what we have materially acquired, no matter what position we have in life, no matter where we are on these planets, at some point you have to realize that there is only one true protector. There is only one. There are multiple demigods, yes. But there is only one supreme personality of Godhead who protects us. And he's like the Father. He's like the Father who, no, doesn't discriminate, but when he sees one child is fully independent and doesn't need much from him, he's good. Fine. The child doesn't depend on him. Well, that's always a nice position for a parent to be in where the child is self-sufficient. But we're talking about in a particular time where one is fully dependent on the Lord. When one is fully dependent on a parent, that parent gives special attention to that child because that child in a sense, worships him. You know, not to the point where they're worshiping them in the place of God, but they are totally dependent on that father, that mother, God. When it is understood that you are totally surrendered to the Lord, he will give special attention to his devotees. There is never a doubt that he will not take care of his devotees. In this particular case, what has happened is the mother, the wife, of Abhimanyu has become, is totally dependent on the Lord. Why? Because her husband has died. Uttara is a widow now. However, she is carrying a most important package. She has the child of Abhimanyu. She's coming from a highly elevated family. And we know that that embryo is going to be a great devotee. And we also understand that it is the mother's protection. I mean, it is the mother's responsibility to give all protection to the child. 
and it states in text 10 that Uttara was not ashamed to express this frankly to Lord Krishna. Uttara was the daughter of a great king, the wife of a great hero, and student of a great devotee. in addition to becoming the mother of a good, great king. That is the position that we should all take. As far as her dropping her guard, surrendering, not caring what anyone else thought about what she felt about the Lord, she didn't care. She knew he was her only rescue, her only relief, her only protector. And sometimes we're, when we're in a position where various situations come across our pathways, we immediately look to others to resolve the issue. And how quickly we forget that these others that are there that we think can resolve the issues, they're also depending on the Lord. And we forget to immediately call out Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. That name should be on the tips of our tongue. We should be in a state of consciousness of speaking the name of Krishna at all times, so that in emergencies, as this was, Uttara called out for Krishna. When Uttara called out for Krishna, she wasn't thinking about the vow that he had taken. He had taken a vow during the Battle of Kurusetra that he wasn't to use any weapon any of his weapons. But this is the interesting part that I like about our Lord Krishna. He's not stuck in a box. He's not, what is that phrase? There, there, it's, it was so popular a couple of years ago, being in a box or out of the box. Well, Krishna's never in a box. I like to follow his footsteps. I like to follow the footsteps of the devotees, the disciples that follow the footsteps of Krishna. I don't want to be in a box. I want to understand that if a situation comes up and it does not fall within the category of something that I would ordinarily say I wouldn't do, that I would break whatever law is necessary. And that's because there is an emergency. There is danger here. But first and foremost, there is love. That's what I like about Krishna. In this situation, and we know that he is the mystic of all mystics, he is most expert in mysticism. He doesn't have to move a, he doesn't have to move anything to accomplish 
protecting his children. Krishna is Paramatma in the heart. Simultaneously, he's in the atom, the small atom. He's in the embryo. And what Krishna does with his mystical powers powers is that he protects Parikshit. He protects him with his personal energy. And if most people read the scriptures, they would understand that there is only one God, that there is only one person that can protect them. And unfortunately, in most cases, they don't understand that until they've exhausted all possibilities and it's to the point where they're thinking, oh, wait a minute, there's God. Why don't I call on him? The point is we should be calling on him at all times. There is repetition in the scriptures, you'll notice. There is repetition, and when you're acknowledging this repetition, a light should go off in our heads that says this is important because it's being repeated constantly. And the repetition in this particular point, one of the repetitions is to count, to surrender, to call on the name of Lord Krishna. Because what you think Krishna won't do, he'd surprise you. He, in this situation, was willing to break his vow of not using his weapon, but using his mystical, his personal energy in saving and covering the embryo of King Parikshit, the future King Parikshit. Because he took an emergency over a vow. That was important. That's why you will always hear me. Well, maybe not always, but most of the time you'll hear me saying, time, place, circumstance, flexibility. Srila Prabhupada was of that mood. You could see him chastise one individual to the point where maybe that disciple or that devotee is in tears. And he would maybe repeat some requirement of that devotee. And on the next, on the next hand, you find him talking very lovingly to another devotee. Whether it be male or female, it didn't matter. And I think sometimes when we get lost in what we're doing, we get lost in what's going on in the world, that we should go back to the foundation, our foundation. And we should go back to the acharyas, the gurus that have come before us, that have, to the best of their ability, explained our purpose. Why are we here? First of all, we're in a mess. And I think the kids now call it a hot mess. We're in a hot mess. And you have to call on someone. Time after time, over centuries, the wars have not brought peace. 
But time after time, people tend to look at drawing weapons and going to war with each other as the solve-it-all or the thing that solves every problem. When we understand that when we practice our scriptures, when we treat each other properly, when we eliminate some of the materialism, the habits that we have acquired coming to this material world, when we take to our God consciousness, that is our original position. When we take to God consciousness, when we behave according to the scriptures, we wouldn't have these situations. There should, there should not have even been, Asvatama should not have even done what he did. But we're go, they were going into Kali Yuga. So don't be surprised with all the negative things that may occur. There are some good things that will occur, and it depends on your mindset and your perception. But don't forget that no matter what is going on in this material world, that all is not lost, that you are not lost. That when you drop your guard... When you drop your false ego, when you drop the thought of everything else solving your problem, when you come to your original position as a child of the Lord, when you understand that you are here because you wanted to be so much like the Lord, you know what, you better expect some problems because that was never supposed to happen. There can only be one God. And he is extremely tolerant always to flying. we should be as forgiving and as loving as the Lord. And then if that's not enough, we should be forgiving and loving even more so. We should do unto others as we would have them do unto us. I don't think As Asfatama would have wanted the Brahmasta weapon aimed at him or his family. But he wasn't thinking. He was arrogant. His false ego says he wanted to be a controller. He wanted this kingdom. He wanted his family to have it. And he didn't want the Pandavas to have any portion of it. How often or how many times we have wanted something that someone else had and we never thought about whether or not it was really ours to have. Well, if it is yours to have, if it really is yours, whatever it is, no one can stand in the way of you receiving a boon, of you receiving a blessing. And if we go back to the repetition of the scriptures, chant. Sincerely, take proper association. And you know when you're not taking proper association because it doesn't feel right. And even if there's only one or two 
a limited source of proper association. All you have to do is pray to Lord Krishna. It's amazing. It's almost scary that you have to watch or be careful at what you ask the Lord for. Because if it's yours, it's coming to you. And if you were surrendered, if you are a devotee that has no desire for themselves but for to serve a servant of the Lord, the blessings that come to you are unlimited. There's a, a part in the scriptures, the um, Baptist Bible, and I'm trying to get the wording right, but it has something to do with if our belief is such that the Lord will pour us out blessings, that there will not be room enough to receive them. Well, the same is here with Lord Krishna. The very same is here. Why? Because I am proof. When I came to this community, I was on the altar having the uh, responsibility of a pujari, and I was told that here in the Dallas Dom there were so many pujaris that I might if I were lucky, I might get an opportunity once a year to serve as a pujari. Well, I didn't pray really hard, but I just asked the Lord, if there's an opportunity, let me serve in this dom. And if I could serve on the altar just once, that's fine. But I wanted to serve the Lord, and I wanted to serve more so the Lord's devotee. As a matter of fact, that was something that my son stressed. It was, Mom, I want you to serve this particular devotee. But the point was, he wasn't saying, in essence, he was saying serve the Lord, but he was saying serve this particular devotee because in serving this devotee, you're serving the Lord. And, of course, we know the Lord needs absolutely nothing from us, absolutely nothing. But I'm saying that to say Radha Kalachanji opened up so many doors for me here in the Dallas Dom. Radha Kalachanji is so powerful so merciful that we should take it as a blessing every time we have an opportunity to come before the Kalachanji Dam altar. We should take it as a blessing. Don't take it lightly when you have an opportunity to come into the temple room and to have darshan with the Lord. It is nothing cheap. It is a very spiritual experience. If you're in the right consciousness, when you're trying to serve to the best of your ability, and only the Lord knows how sincere you are and how much you're trying to serve, Krishna will open up more doors 
The last time my Guru Maharaj was in Mayapur, I had the opportunity of being there with him along with other devotees, and that was in 2004. And that was when we welcomed the Panchatattvas into the world. My desire was just to be there and to experience the welcoming of the Panchatattva to the universe. Very spiritual experience. But when you're not just selfishly asking for things, you have a slight desire. You know, don't put it before the Lord. Lord, you got to do this. This is what I want you to do. When you are trying to serve properly, when you're doing the best you can, regardless of what anyone else thinks, Krishna knows. I didn't think I was qualified because I know I'm not perfect. But at that time in 2004, and I think I mentioned this before, they allowed pujaris to come up on the altar and to welcome the Lord into the universe. And initially, as we all know, there's going to be one individual that feels that they should have have the responsibility of orchestrating where everyone should be or they should take control. That was the most wonderful lesson of the control is not in your hands, buddy. (laughs) Because the individual set it up so that all of their family members were in the front. So my niece was with me, Krishna Shakti, and we had been asked to represent our guru. And when we saw this happening, I didn't even get upset. It's like, Krishna's in control. I'm amazed I didn't get upset, but I didn't get upset. And within minutes, another temple president came along, and I cannot remember his name, but I have such respect for him from Vrindavan. But he came along, and he positioned everyone the way he felt they should be positioned in order to receive the Panchatattva, once the curtains opened up for the first time. And my niece and I ended up being, how do they say it, in the front row, right in front of Lord Chaitanya, Nityananda, Advaita, Gadaraha, Srivas. We were right in the front row. If you could ever imagine experiencing the feeling of higher forms of life, of higher forms of spiritual life surrounding that entire temple room. That's what we experience. But more so than anything else, it taught me that when you surrender to the Lord, when you're not giving him orders, when you allow the Lord to be the Lord, he does exactly what is supposed to be done. That is an experience that I will never, ever forget. And it has endeared me to 
Mayapur. I am in love with Mayapur. I have the most difficult time waiting for things to come to normal so that I can go to Mayapur. The simple things, the simple pleasures, things that other people would not imagine are fun or happy, those are my simple pleasures. Uttara, Uttara, understood that Sri Krishna was the ultimate protector, most expert in mystical, personal energy, that he can do anything. And it states that when she's running toward Krishna, when Uttara is running toward Krishna, the Pandavas are ready to really take care of this Brahmasta, but Krishna realizes they don't have enough time. So he steps forward, breaks a vow, understands there's an emergency, and he uses his mystical powers to protect the embryo of the future king prediction. What does this tell you? Well, to me, it tells me that I should depend completely on Krishna, that I should also be prepared to have situations that will back me up against the wall and make me decide who to depend on. Because when these situations happen, if your mind is not centered properly, you'll be calling everyone else but Krishna. Everyone else. And as a mother, with the extraordinary power of a mother, Uttara is a protector of her embryo. And she is going to the ultimate, the supreme protector. And Krishna never disappoints. He gives you, what is it? He maintains what you have. And he supplies what you lack. The bottom line is if you need it, Krishna will give it to you. It may not be in your own time frame, but in this situation it was perfect. The time frame was perfect. But in everyday situations, Krishna will give you what you need, when you need it, maybe not in your time frame, which is why it is very important for us to develop patience. Patience not only with ourselves, but with others. When things seem almost impossible to handle. No matter what you're hearing, no matter what you're seeing, don't lose sight of the fact that Paramatma is in the heart. That the illusion is that it appears that there is no God, but there is a God. And so easily in this world, in Kali Yuga, Situations will come across us 
to make us believe that we're doomed, that there is no hope. But if you just continue to have faith as small as even a mustard seed, because I didn't have any intentions of being on that altar. I just wanted to have the association of devotees in Mayapur. The Lord gave me much more. It has taught me to have more faith. And if there's anything that you walk away with today, it's that whatever degree of faith you have, even if it isn't a great amount of faith, Krishna knows when you are trying to do your best. Forget about whatever anybody else says. Sometimes you really have to forget about what everyone else is saying. When you know that you're doing what you're supposed to do, when you're following all the guidelines, and you're getting the impression from others that you're not on the right track, trust in Krishna. He will help you change what is necessary to change. And if it's lacking, he will give it to you. And in this situation, he gave Parikshit's mother protection of the child in the womb, which was him. If you take nothing else away, trust in Krishna, trust in the Lord. It's also a good experience to talk to other disciples. If they've been a disciple for a while, they've had the opportunity to have miracles take place in their lives. If you are having doubts, take one of them aside and ask them about the experiences they've had. Let them tell you what they've gone through. And I'm telling you, every single one of us has a story inside of us that will definitely help someone else get through a really a really trying time in life. So right now, yes, there is every possible political issue that's going on. We're not into politics. There is every possible possibility of harm at any step. But we don't get caught up in that. We understand that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. We understand that his translation 14, a translation of text 14, as he's covering the embryo of Uttara, I'd like to read that again. And just think of it as Krishna, the mystic, who is protecting you. The Lord of Supreme Mysticism, Sri Krishna, resides within everyone's heart as the Paramatma, as the super soul. As such, here, just to protect the progeny of the Kuru dynasty, he covered the embryo of Uttara by his personal energy. And the nice part I like about Srila Prabhupada going through and doing the translations of the scriptures is that he gives you backup detail in the purport. And 
if you're really focused, it makes a lot of sense. The Lord of Supreme Mysticism can simultaneously reside within everyone's heart or even within the atoms by his Paramatma feature, his plenary portion. And in this situation, therefore, from within the body of Uttara, he covered the embryo to save Maharaj Pariksit and protect the progeny of Maharaj Guru, of whom King Pandu was also a descendant. Both the sons of Dhritarashtra and those of Pandu belonged to the same dynasty of Maharaj Guru. Therefore, both of them were generally known as Kurus. But when there were differences between the two families, the sons of Dhritarashtra were known as Kurus, whereas the sons of Pandu were known as Pandavas. Since the sons of grandsons of Dhritarashtra were all killed in the Battle of Kurusetra, the last son of the dynasty is designated as the son of the Kurus. Constantly, the, there is a method to how we live. There are guidelines to how families should interact. And if we could just simply take to the scriptures, very it's, it's so simple, it's complicated. If we get our egos out of the way, if we get our, I know everything's out of the way, if we could just live by the basic rules and regulations of the scriptures, whether it be Christian, Baptist, whether it be Catholicism, whether it be the Quran, the fine line across all of them is that there is a personality that is greater than you. Only one who has many names. However, the guideline is to treat each other as family members. If it is male and female and it is not your wife, you treat that female as your sister or your mother. That is what should be taking place. But because we're in Kali Yuga, Things are not operating the way they're supposed to be. Men are not behaving the way they're supposed to, and women are not behaving the way they're supposed to, and therefore, they're disrespecting each other. Take to the scriptures. Read more. Because we need that foundation now. We need it more than ever now. Chant. When you have the opportunity, and we have many opportunities to hear from the the sannyasis, the gurus, over internet, take time out and listen to them. When you have the opportunity to participate in kirtan, as we did today, wonderful kirtan. It's been a long time since I felt that. But then we can make our own if we're sincere. But the point is, take advantage of those opportunities. Only take prashadam. Read Srila Prabhupada's books. Serve.
the servants of the servants of the Lord. And no matter what happens in our pathway, it won't be as extreme as it may have been in the past. But we have the ultimate father, Krishna, who owns everything in all of the universes. Why? What, what, what is the, what is the problem? When you understand that, you should operate on a different level of faith. So, I'm going to end at this point, and I'm going to say I appreciate all that were here. Those that are here materially, their bodies are sitting here. Their transcendental energy is here. And for those personalities that we do not see, but they're always there when we're speaking, Krishna Kata. And as I usually do from time to time, I am generally out of the box when it comes to talking about speaking of the scriptures because it affects me in a certain way. But you will always find that whoever is sitting here has to keep the essence. We have to keep the essence of the scriptures. Otherwise, we've not said anything. And the very fact that one is given the opportunity to come before the Lord and to come before devotees, I am most grateful for the opportunity. So we'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.